Should the Spurs send Wimbayama to the G League Summer League? And what about Keldon Johnson? You are locked on Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, this is Chris Sabat, and you're listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kens 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Hey, everybody, it'll be a short work week. We'll get you started right here on Locked On Spurs. What are we talking about today? We're going to be talking about Wimbayama. Surprise, surprise. Should the Spurs set him to the G League, play him in the Summer League? And also, what about the Wimby effect on the starting unit? Is Keldon Johnson the odd man out? We're going to be talking about that and more right here on Locked On Spurs. This episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code Locked On NBA for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Who is helping me today? He is Nick Mantis. He is a San Antonio sports reporter. You want to follow him on Twitter at Nick underscore Mantis. Also, when you do that, remind him to get a calendar, everybody. Oh, yeah. You got to do that. You got to do that because sometimes you have guys like me who have (laughs) so much fun during the weekend who think, oh, yeah, like today's still Sunday, right? And I get a text from Jeff who's like, hey, uh, just a reminder real quick. We're going to do a Locked On Spurs in about an hour. And I'm like, wait, today's Monday? And I turn to my girlfriend. I'm like, babe, today's Monday? She goes, yeah. I'm like, what? Did I sleep for a day? Like, what what happened? And she goes, no, it's it's Monday. It's Monday. all day today. I'm like, wait a minute. And <laughs> all day I, I'm, exactly. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and, and, and blame it on, on the on the Derek White tip in uh, because I think that just sent the entire universe and, and NBA universe and sports it universe did. into a tailspin. So I, I think that that in itself uh, is what got me thinking, oh, that was so much fun. That must have been a Friday night when yeah. rather, you know, it was a Saturday night thinking yesterday was Saturday and then today was Sunday. So here we are actually here having an opportunity are. to record here on Monday in order to, yeah. uh, to to make things happen for for my my now present self. I've been transported yeah. from the past into the past, future. So. Into the future now, which is now, everybody. <laughs> By the way, check out Nick's video reaction on his uh, Twitter uh, at Nick underscore Mantis right now because it's hilarious uh, to that Boston Derek White tip in. He's in yeah. disbelief. He's in full uh, Boston gear. And he's just like, whoa, 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 whoa. fist pumped <laughs> in the air, everything. Check it out on his social media, Nick underscore Mantis. We're going to dive into this quick, everybody, because you're truly screwed up. This is actually recording number two. You know, number one two. thing you have to learn about kids is you got to hit the record button if you want to preserve this. So that's what we're going to do right now. It so helps. We're going to try to. It helps. It helps, Nick. It helps. But. Time to time, yeah, exactly. So we're gonna go through this because I don't want to waste Nick's time anymore. Oh, stop it! Need to. Um, Nick Wimby is coming. He's on his way. It's all likely that he will be uh, announced first in this uh, just a few more weeks. Oh yeah, lottery. But the question now is sort of this: the Austin Spurs G League path. Do you think San Antonio should even send Wimby, even if it's just for a cup of coffee? to the Austin G League, Austin Spurs team? Absolutely not. Okay. Absolutely not. And the main reason is because I think there's enough people around here in San Antonio who are nervous about the fact that Austin could be the next destination for this franchise. And so having the possibility of him being anywhere near 
Austin is not good for not just the Spurs, but for Spurs fans here in San Antonio. You keep him here in the Alamo as quickly and as soon as possible. Fly him direct if you can. I know it's a, it's a long fright from Paris over, but get get him in here to San Antonio as quickly as possible and have him enjoy this beautiful San Antonio area. Don't don't even send him up there to see what what Allen's boots looks like in Austin. <laughs> Just keep him keep him right here. You know, get him get him to enjoy it. Yeah, he's going to have his fun. Uh, you know, with the with with the summer and where he can travel around. But you know, I, I would say keep him here as quickly as possible. Get him here as quickly as possible and keep him here because. Yeah. You know, he people here in San Antonio deserve to have such an incredible talent like he is. And mm-hmm. it's gonna be exciting to see what he can do uh as soon as soon as he does get here to San Antonio. Don't even don't even let him enjoy. Like <laughs> we we got the better tacos down here anyways. Exactly. So make sure he understands when he actually starts getting accustomed to being, you know, a, a new Texan and enjoying the, the culinary arts and the history of the San Antonio area. This is the area where he's gotta be. You know, Austin is Sure, you can have some fun for a night and stuff, but eventually you're going to look around and be like, I can't afford to pay for anything around here. It's not worth it. So you're going to have to come on back down here. So, yeah, it, it just keep him away from Austin, if, if you will. So the the only reason why I think San Antonio would send him to Austin is for the financial hype side of things. You know, get Austin uh, some Austin Spurs games with Wimby in an Austin uniform, drive up some ticket sales for their G League affiliate and also generate the hype of Austin fans taking the trek down to the AT&T Center. Yeah, and tell them to come down to... here. Tell them yeah, to exactly. come down here. Tell them they, 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 they got plenty of money up there. They can, they can yeah. you know, fill up a gas tank and come on down here. This is yeah. where the Spurs are. You know, there, this is there's, no, there's, 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 yeah, there's the, no, the no toll, the, the toll booth uh, express drive in the fast exactly. there 30 minutes. But right. that's the only reason why I think you would, the Spurs would send them to Austin, simply because of that. Uh, drive up the hype forge that austin san antonio south texas corridor bond that they're full force with sure and uh, bring him in look austin you're gonna get your two games of wimby next season it's gonna happen exactly but exactly that that's that's where my mindset is okay you're already gonna get him for two games so keep him here in san antonio have people come down here I mean, they they got Twitter. They, they can see the highlights. They can see what he they can got, do. They got Nick's. Know? They got Nick's Instagram uh, post. They got my Instagram post. You're gonna see. You're gonna see some some highlights of of us talking about him over the next couple of months and stuff. Absolutely. And so it's, you know, they 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 can make the trip down. It's gonna be great. So yeah. you know, you you'd rather see him. The last thing I think the Spurs as an organization should be doing is hyping up your G League team. Mm-hmm. You want to hype up your team. So keep him keep him where he's actually playing and get people down here so people can say, ah, I'd rather be in San Antonio than, than be in Austin. And also, too, you, you know, he is a franchise-type player. Mm-hmm. You have to be of the ilk of Tim Duncan, never went to Austin. Kawhi Leonard never went to Austin. Manu and Tony never went to Austin. Right. And I think he's at that level. So the Spurs, I don't think they will put him in an Austin Spurs uniform though you know financially it makes sense sure sales that makes sense i i get that that's that's the only thing i would suspect the spurs would use them for is for marketing but outside of that no 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 no. yeah no austin spurs games for mr victor when he becomes a member of the san antonio spurs let's let's underscore that not austin you austin people you just double underscore it yeah, double underscore. But hey, <laughs> we're not done talking. When we get back, we're going to ask Nick if the Spurs should, perhaps this is a happy middle, have Wimby play in the NBA Summer League. Uh, hmm. we'll get to that 
in just a few seconds right here on Locked On Sports. Hey, thanks for making Locked On Sports your first listen each and every day. Free and available wherever you get podcasts. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. YouTube, Ken's 5 Plus app, the list goes on and on. No reason for you to not get locked on spurs this episode as mentioned is brought to you by game time go to gametime.co buy tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful game time is the fast easy way to buy tickets for all your sports music comedy theater near you killer deals and last minute tickets best best price guaranteed you can stop stressing over tickets and start getting hype for the fun that you will have easy to find tickets images of seat views lowest price guarantee cancellation protection job loss protection yeah the list goes on and on why you should go check out game time right now. So forget about planning months in advance uh, with game time. They'll even credit you 110% of the difference. If you find tickets in the same section and a row for less elsewhere, they mean it. They mean it when it comes to you always getting the best price. So download the game time app right now, create an account, use locked on NBA for 20 bucks off your first purchase terms apply again, create an account and redeem code locked on NBA for 20 bucks off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're back right here on Locked On Spurs with Nick Mantis. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at Nick underscore Mantis. Check out his reaction to Derek White's tipping shot. It's right there for you. It's funny. It's hilarious. I love it's it. good. It's pretty good. It's I must say one. so myself. As a kid who grew up in Brookline, Massachusetts, I've, I've seen some crazy stuff when it comes to the Boston Celtics. And, and to see that was was mind-boggling. I mean, it made my heart do some incredible palpitations to the point of where my girlfriend came r- running through through the room. With it. She was in the office taking care of some work, and I was watching the game in the, in the living room, and I started screaming. She comes running out of the office something, thinking something bad happened to me. That's how how bad it was. And the fact that you and I are going to be neighbors pretty soon, I know. Yep. I'm glad that you, you haven't moved in yet because, uh, yeah, that, that when you do move in, there might be some, some screaming when it comes to some sports stuff. So I apologize in advance. In advance, yes. No, no. I, I probably would have been there with you. I was uh, yelling up and down and stuff up here in New York City when D.Y. hit the shot. I couldn't. Right. I was in disbelief. I was like, what did I just see? What right. did I just see? Did, did it happen? Did it work? And I knew from the beginning it was good. You could see right. it. It was clearly good. And I think the ref even counted it before we went to review. Wow. So that is crazy. But hey, but if you want more Celtics chat, check out Lockdown Celtics uh, right now. Whether they lost or won, well, venture. Yeah, this is recorded before game seven, everybody. Right. So right. Right. You make sure, you know, keep that in mind. We go check out Lockdown Celtics. But hey, uh, speaking of Wemby and uh, his arrival to San Antonio, so we kind of put the kibosh on Austin. Right. So let's talk about the summer league i think this is where you'll likely see him play this is an nba event not a spurs event mm-hmm. the nba got to get the product out there don't they uh, nick absolutely and the number one product that they have right now is victor Wembanyama, and the fact that he is bringing all that hype just like lebron did when he went to the summer league i, I think that's it's going to give the opportunity for the nba for the spurs for everybody to have the couple of games that he could play uh, to, to boost up the excitement for him to share all their viral videos of the Instagram and, and Twitter posts that they're going to have that we're going to, you know, retweet as, oh, yeah. as he comes into the, the G league and, and starts going off. And, and I think, um, you know, sorry, not the G league, the summer league. That was a mm-hmm. flip up there. Um, I think what's going to be most interesting is to see his opportunity to really play against guys who, Having the talent that they do have, having played at American universities and to to have uh, 
a little bit more, I, I want to say rough and tough type of basketball. Um, you know, your European ball has always had that moniker of being more finesse and skill and not necessarily being as, as aggressive as maybe saying that the league at least used to be with, you know, mm-hmm. Tim Duncan and, and Shaq and those type of bigs and stuff. But um, and I think it's maybe transitioned into being a little bit more of a, a finesse and, and skill type of league. But it'll be interesting to see skill wise and toughness wise mm-hmm. what he can do in this summer league, having the opportunity to to really play uh, against some great talent that he's going to see, it, you know, as as guys he could potentially be going up against when it comes to going into the NBA in a couple couple months after that. So this is going to be great. It's going to be awesome to see him play. You know, obviously there's the attention of him being out there he's you know going to be going to to vegas again he, he was there this I believe this past year as well and so um you know playing in front of thousands of people again and and, and having the opportunity to to really showcase what he can do it's not going to only be excited for the nba for the spurs for all of us but i think as far as for him as well it's going to be great to see what he can do against talent like that yeah even right now in the nba playoffs you know and obviously i think they will in the finals they're already promoting them in promotional advertising. The so, future. The, yeah, they, exactly. Thank you. That's a good way to say it. Yeah, they're predict. They're already, uh, you know, promoting the future of the NBA right now, and he's not even officially in the NBA yet. And there's also the uh, first ever NBA con. Basically, everybody is like kind of like a comic con, but you know, based on the NBA. Uh, the first one's going to be in Vegas, and he's already part of the headliners. So he again oh. not in the NBA yet, and he's already headlining the event. So they're going to want their product out there. Oh, yeah. Uh, front and center. But I think the Spurs may be my, my guess about two, two and a half games, even then, limited time on that court. Nick, your mm-hmm. thoughts? Yeah. No, I think that's a perfect adjustment or the perfect yeah. assessment, rather, uh, as far as the, the opportunities that he has and, and the, the ability that he has. You know, getting, getting a couple of games in there is all you really need. He's he's a guy who enjoys continuing to play the game. The day of the draft lottery, he said that the universe told him that he was going to the Spurs. On his way to practice, he had that thought wow. about the university. So he was going mm-hmm. to practice the day of the NBA lottery. I don't know about you, but if the <laughs> NBA lottery is happening and I'm projected to possibly go the number one pick and I'm about to find out where my future is going to be, for at least for the next couple of years, or what city I'm going to be in, it's, it's not in my hands. I don't know that I would be mentally okay that day to even go shoot. Or I, maybe he right. went to practice yeah. the – he, he was just following his traditional schedule of going to practice and, and going to play with his his professional teammates over there in France because it was just his way of getting his mind away from it. Um, and so the guy then after knowing that, you know, the Spurs are going to get the number one pick, he's most, you know, I'm going to say 100 percent going to go to the Spurs when, it, when the NBA draft comes around. It gives him, you know, a little bit of sense of of, OK, this is some finality to it now after that. He then goes and keeps playing. He's not resting himself, getting ready for the NBA. He's he wants to continue playing with his team. He wants mm-hmm. to continue winning yeah. championships with with his teammates and and to have an opportunity to continue to be the MVP of the league that he's in right now. This guy wants to play. You know, having him sit out the summer league or or to limit him in any way that's gonna that's gonna fire him up a little bit or aggravate mm-hmm. him a little bit. You know, so I I think there's gonna be a little bit of talk and. Maybe some reins that the Spurs organization and the coaching staff is going to have to pull on to say, okay, we can get you out a little bit, we're, you know, but we still need you for, for when the season starts. And, and yeah. it's going to be interesting to see how much he does play. But this is a guy who wants to be out there. He enjoys mm-hmm. it. He, 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 breathes, he, he, he breathes for it. 
So it's, it's, it's his air, his oxygen, his, his passion, his love. So this is, uh, it's going to be exciting to see, you know, how much he does get out there and, and we're going to be going crazy when he does throw up some, uh, some viral moves yeah. and some highlights and some dunks or some blocks. So it's going to be exciting will, summer. Which Nick will probably have on an Instagram reacting to that. Yes. Uh, dunks and stuff like that. But no, you definitely are, you should expect Wimby to play now last season. You kind of saw a little bit of a blueprint of how the Spurs handle rookies. Uh, Blake Wesley, fourth throttle. He played most of the games. Malachi took a game here, a game there. They ramped him up towards the end of the slate in Vegas. Sohan didn't play last season, uh, Nick, but he got sick. I believe he got uh, the COVID or he just was sick. Dang. So yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. so he yeah. he didn't get to play at all. But barring that, I think the Spurs were likely going to play him limited minutes. So expect the same. But I think this is a happy middle between yeah. Austin and 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 G League and some preseason or pre preseason look right. at Wemby. And and look, I, I think the NBA just is going to want to see him out there on the court in Las Vegas of all cities, you know, as yeah. well. So. Yeah. It's going to be a packed house. His games are going to sell out in Vegas. What better spotlight stage to put the number one pick that the NBA is already advertising in your face about it right. to not miss him, that he is inbound. He's coming to San Antonio. He's coming to the league. Las Vegas is the perfect setting for him to make his NBA debut. Yeah, I expect Wemby to play at least two, two and a half games. When we get back, we're going to be talking about the other Wimby effect, and that is on the starting lineup. Hmm. Who could po- exactly who could possibly be the odd man out with Wimby's arrival in San Antonio imminent? It's almost here, Nick. It's oh. almost here. It's almost here. Can't believe it. Just some formalities, <laughs> and it's over. But hey, San Antonio, did you stay up late? You need to pick me up. Look no further than Muslingers Drive Through Coffee. Muslingers is a locally owned independent coffee shop, and they're proud to make delicious coffee for our community. They do it fast and friendly so you can get on with your day. If you're in the mood for a latte, cold brew, or a Red Bull infused lightning bolt, that sounds good. They have drinks for every taste. 300 five star reviews cannot be wrong. They also have a wide selection of dairy alternatives, low calorie options, even caffeine free drinks. So if you have those days where you just want to take it easy, I recommend two drinks. Look, every drink on the menu is great. You can't go wrong. But if I had to pick two, I would go with the Alien. That's uh, their uh, Muslingers anticipation drink, if you will, of Wimby's arrival. It's basically Kiwi, Green Apple, and Red Bull. Several people have tried it. Very, very good. It's part of their Red Bull-infused Lightning Bolt series. So yay. There he is, the Alien right there, the impact of Wimby. He's not even in San Antonio yet. Also, the OG OJ, if you're a 70s, 80s baby like I am, and they remember those days picking up an Orange Julius back at the old school malls. It's back, everybody. It's called the OG OJ. Muslingers gave me the opportunity to name it, and I named it that. So ask for the OG OJ. It's available right now in Muslingers. You can find Muslingers at 2404 Thousand Oaks Drive near 21 to 1604. It's a tasty, convenient caffeine fix. Over at Muslingers Drive Through Coffee, open every day from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Find them on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok at Mudslingers TX. That's M-U-D-S-L-I-N-G-E-R-S-T-X. Life is too short for bland coffee. All right, Nick, let's uh, pick up and talk about Wimby. Shocker there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the other Wimby effect is the starting unit. Right. As of right now, I project Wimby. Collins, 
Okay. Jones. Mm-hmm. Sohan. Okay. And Vassell. Oh, that leaves Ooh. KJ out. Are we forgetting about Kelton Johnson and this whole formula of Wemby's arrival? I think that there's the possibility that we could, and I think there's mm-hmm. a possibility that it could mean for some people to inquire about his talents come the yeah. draft itself. So one of the biggest things that the effect of the Wemby affected itself has brought about is the possibility for, for more people to see that there might be a little bit more, you know, or too much talent at the guard position. So where does that put mm-hmm. other guys like KJ? And, and that has brought about, you know, when the draft comes around, some some trade proposals and some trade yep. rumors. And the biggest one right now that a lot of people are talking about um, is is the Spurs possibly going for that number four pick that the Houston Rockets have, along with an, an additional first round pick uh, in 2025, whether it be a top three prospect projected most likely for Keldon Johnson. Whether or not the Houston Rockets would be down for that, it's you know it'd be an interesting position to see him go into when it comes to being a bigger guard, um, and and to see what he could do with that shooting guard position, knowing what the Rockets have and and what they also need for for their needs as well. Yeah. So, um, the biggest thing that I think a lot of people are looking at with that trade rumor is with that number four pick, does that give the Spurs the ability to grab somebody with a little bit more upside? with their career, whether that be, you know, Scoot or, or Mm -hmm. somebody else in, in the league or sorry, in the, in the draft right now, that gives, gives them options to, to see what they could do with them. But at the same time, if you look at what Keldon's been doing the last season, even though he only played 63 games, because we all know what the Spurs were doing to Mm -hmm. limit him to those 63 (laughs) games. Um, We we understand that the, the mission, we all understood the assignment he had his best season of his NBA career and to, to see him go through that process and to see him really develop as an offensive weapon, I could see the Spurs possibly keeping him, but the trade rumors are always going to be there. And I, and I know that you've mentioned that you're starting five. I think that that limits, you know, KJ to the possibility of coming off the bench. Would you see him think, would you, do you think that Keldon would come off the bench? You know, I think he would. I think I think he would understand why. Okay. okay. I don't think he'll like it, but right. you know, I'm, I'm sticking in a room with Manu. You know, maybe for mm. a couple hours and chat about it. But it to me that just makes sense. And again, it's no slight on KJ. Love KJ. KJ's actually been on lockdown Spurs not once, twice, three times. Awesome. Uh, but it just man, Wimby. The Wimby effect is it's strong and it is. You know, and again, no knock on KJ. It's just, you know, a couple things about him. He he hasn't really shown that much diversity in his game offensively. It's just hit the three and go to the basket. Hit the three or go to the basket. And that's pretty much it. Mm. Uh, you know, maybe, you know, if his defense was better. But, Nick, his defense slipped big time last season. Mm-hmm. Really and- did. That that's where yeah. I see you putting yeah. Devin in that position. Yeah, you know exactly. we we we've mentioned this before, and I think it's really interesting the fact that you've you've pointed out to me that Dev, Devin is a little bit more of that two way type of player, mm-hmm. which I think is is interesting depending on the way in which the lineup wants to go, the way Pop wants to go, and he's always going to be a defensive guy. He's always going to want that to be the strength of of his unit, but at the mm-hmm. same time, the firepower that you have of somebody like Keldon, there's there's opportunities to. You, you could teach defense. You could teach discipline. You could you could teach a mid range opportunities offensively. 
Uh, and so for me, I would see the having the riches uh, that are very plentiful at the guard position right now. Right. I would see that because Devin had, you know, some, some injury problems last season, he came back from it. He was looking really good as the season was ending, but I could see there that there's still some, some work to be done, you know, when it comes to, to Devin this off season. And so, so my starting lineup goes into having, depending on which way the draft goes and everybody's talking about getting a point guard. So if Jones is still here, it's going to be Jones at the point guard position. Yeah, yeah. Then you, you can go with, I'm, I'm going to put KJ at that next guard position. Uh, and then you got your big three guys with Sohan Collins and Wemby. Um, so I think the only differential that we've had is, is Devin and KJ, right. whether or not, you know, which, which one would go off on that. And so my interpretation from what I've seen from Vassell this past year is that I think, I think Devin would, would possibly understand coming off the bench. I don't know that Keldon would, but at the same time, yeah. the thing that we have to remember here, you would, if you have somebody who is more worried about being in a starting lineup than winning games and winning championships, then you have a problem. And so that should be analyzed this offseason, depending on who they're going to go with, whether it's Keldon Johnson or Devin Vassell. And it gives the Spurs more opportunities to see what they can do with these pieces. And it gives them more opportunities to see how this starting lineup and how this franchise is going to move forward. And I think there's a lot of options. I think, you know, we yeah. mentioned this before. Spurs fans can be pleased with where they are right now. There yeah. are and, options to play with. And and one of the options is trading KJ. And right. that is an option. And right. You know, this is very eerily similar to how Derek got traded. Derek White got traded to your team, Boston. How yeah. Dejounte got traded to Atlanta. You know, I don't think they'll go the route of Lonnie, just letting him walk. But Lonnie's gone. You know, just eerily similar to that vibe. Let me ask you: I'm not going to be surprised if he's traded after the All Star. Oh, I'm sorry, not the All Star break. I'm sorry, the uh, trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Would you be surprised or not surprised if KJ is traded at trade deadline? I would not be surprised yeah. only because he, here's what we have right now. We have an opportunity to see how all of these pieces can mesh together. Keldon can be a big part of that. And he could be a big part depending on how he's going to react to either coming off the bench or if he's going to start or if, you know, how, how things are going to play out. And I think that is going to give the Spurs is an opportunity to say, Okay, we know what you can do talent-wise. What can you do as far as a unit is concerned, knowing you have a guy like Wemby who's going to get a lot of the attention? That takes a little bit of attention away from you. It takes a little bit of attention away from Sohan and the other guys. And so now you got to work together as a unit. And I think, in a way, it takes a little bit of the pressure off as well. So yeah. what that develops them into, whether it's, you know, they become more of a team player. You know, KJ learns a little bit more about defense or his mid-range opportunities. It gives the Spurs opportunities to play that first portion of the season, come up on the trade deadline and say, okay, what are we going to do here? Do we like the way that this is working or do we want to make a switch? Do we want to make a trade to get some more pieces in the future? And so I think, again, they got, got options. I would not be surprised if they move him. But at the same time, if it's working, why why fix it? you know keep, exactly. keep moving with it so and, it'll it'll be interesting and there's the Wemby effect on the players themselves you you hit it on the head you, you know uh, less pressure kj was looked at the for like a go-to guy right in, in this period where they don't have a go-to guy now they have one that pressures off him maybe that might shake him out of his defensive woes and lapses we saw you know maybe he diversifies his game a bit more 
there's that. And there's also this too. There's also playing with Wemby and being part of a genera- a possible generational player and being a part of that as well. Like KJ got paid. Mm-hmm. He's on, you know, he's on a friendly deal. I think it's flippable. I think any team is going to want that. I think he fetches the Spurs a, a nice um, haul if the Spurs decide to trade him. Right. So there's that, uh, you know, yeah, it's just, options. yeah, there's options. And, and here's the thing, Spurs fans, if you just read the pulse of this fan base right now, they're okay with seeing KJ get dealt. Mm. It wasn't just long ago that there was no way you don't trade KJ. You're out of your mind. Now it's, well, maybe now. But you got so, the, that's the Wemby effect. That's, yeah. that's, it's going into the same, same deal with it comes to that. It's, you know, you, you have a future, you have a possibility. He, Keldon was a future and, and for every, every standpoint that he wasn't, then Sohan's the future. You know, it's every new guy that's going to be the star of this franchise. And now it's going to be Wemby. So those guys don't necessarily have to worry about holding that mantle and that torch and, and running into battle. They know that, you know, they can work together as a unit and Wemby's going to take a lot of slack, but they've gone through it themselves and they can help him through that, which mm-hmm. I think it would be really interesting and really helpful for Wemby as he goes throughout the rest of the season is that, yeah, he's going to be looked at with every possible microscope you've ever imagined. It, he's yeah. going to go through the ringer when it comes to everything mm-hmm. he's going to be compared to and, and dealt with. And it's just about battling through the first couple of woes of of the learning process of getting into the NBA. I, there's a possibility he could get humbled when he gets into the league, which would be interesting. You know, it's it's going to happen. I've been you telling know? Spurs fans to brace for it. Somebody's going to get him. Somebody's going to put him on a poster. Somebody's right. going to cross him up and drop him. Right. It's going to happen, but that's look, every player goes through that. Yeah. And and yeah. Giannis had to go through that. The international yeah. player came over here really tall, but really lanky, didn't really, you know, have an understanding of, of the NBA game. I mean, knew how to play, don't get me wrong, but just the, the league is is just a different pace and a different style when you come to to the NBA. And so him having the opportunity to really work on his body, and now he's this monster who has boulders for shoulders. He's an incredible yeah. specimen to look at, and I could see Wemby having the opportunity to develop in that over the next couple of years. He's just got to go get into the weight room with the Giannis and, and his brothers <laughs> and stuff, and, and, and just and just start throwing or, or, some big or, or weight Nick, around. Or Nick Mantis as well. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You, yeah, you yeah. answered it. Uh, me being a former strength and conditioning coach yeah. myself, I, I worked with guys like, you know, uh, Aaron Gordon when I was at the University of Arizona and stuff and mm-hmm. seeing his, him develop into the specimen that he is today. He came in looking, you know, a little bit. He had the the frame of an NBA player. He just didn't have the size and the muscles and right. stuff that you would depend in, in to see. And now you see him now squaring off with, Le- with LeBron in the Western Conference Finals, or at least pushing each other a little bit, holding his own. And you know, there's a little bit of a proud papa that comes out when when you've worked with a guy like that, and to to see what what guys like that can do, it's just it's just part of the process. It's just the development of the process. And, yeah. and you know, we we had at University of Arizona in the weight room, we had a uh, these plaques or these metal uh, plaques up on the wall that listed different names of guys who had played at the University of Arizona: mm-hmm. Richard Jefferson, Andre Iguodala, Steve. Yeah. John, exactly. Steve Kerr. Um, and, you know, depending on where they were at certain points in their development in the weight room, we listed what their 185 NBA combine max bench press was. So guys could literally look up at the wall and say, OK, this is what this guy had. Let me see if I could beat that. And we would test them for the mm-hmm. NBA combine, put 185 pounds on the bar and yeah. then push it and see how many times you could do it. And so 
you know, you have guys like that who have gone through the college weight rooms and have gone through that process. Wemby might not have that yet. And so it'll be interesting to see what he can do as he goes into, you know, developing his body, which I think it'll be, it's going to be fascinating to watch, at least from the mm-hmm. scientific perspective that I have in my, my former life of being a, being a strength coach. I think that's going to be fun to watch and see what we, he can turn into. Cause I think it's, it's going to be, he's, he's, going to be able to put some muscle on within the next mm-hmm. couple of years if he dedicates himself the way Giannis and other guys have it's yeah it, it, the Wemby you know development is going to be interesting to watch just like this is for KJ you know is he going to be a spur still it, right you know is this it for him and that's just part of bringing in a franchise players sometimes you know there's um collateral damage and right K- KJ could be part of that collateral damage I I ultimately I don't I think I think KJ is going to come off the bench. I, that's just mm. my thought. I think defense was just horrendous last season for the Spurs. Horrendous. KJ was a part of that for a good chunk of it. Devin, he was out for a while. Deve- Devin is just a better defensive guy. Uh, you know, look, it doesn't matter how you start. It matters how you finish. You know, if it's KJ and Devin out there with uh, Wimby, great. Because remember, Wimby is comfortable at the four spot. Even yeah. the three spot, yeah. KJ is a four three kind of guy, you know. Yeah. And, and then there's uh, you know, Zach. Zach is gonna go in there and he's gonna be taking the, the abuse, he's gonna be going right. up against the monsters. He's gonna do the five, yeah. He's Zach's gonna, gonna, gonna take five, the five yeah. and when it's which is fascinating to see the, yeah. the fact that Wemby's gonna be a four. Um, I, I will say one little tidbit I will throw in there, and, and, and I promise I'm not the president of the KJ fan club, but when it comes <laughs> to his abilities on defense, would you chalk up that as to the Spurs not really wanting to play defense this past year uh, for obvious point. reasons? Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't necessarily think that I would nitpick his defensive abilities okay. just because of the fact that we all understood the assignment that the Spurs needed to go right. get Wimby. And now that they have yeah. him, I think it would be interesting to see as they move throughout the season how he develops in that position defensively as well as how he develops as a unit heading into the rest of the year and up to the trade deadline. Good point. That's a really good point. Yeah. Was that just part of, you know, we had, they had to do what they had to do, you know? Right. To put them, yeah. I mean, that, that could be it. So, Hey, if, if, if KG plays great defense next season, we know what it was about. So, uh, <laughs> and he go. was, he has showed flashes of the defensive chops early in his career. So maybe right. you're right. Maybe it is, was just part of, they had to do what they had to do. Right. But Wimby is incoming, everybody, and we will have you covered here on Locked On Spurs. But we want to hear from you. What do you think about Wimby playing in the summer league? The Let G us know. League? Hit us up. Let us know. Exactly. Exactly. And speaking of hitting everybody up, you can hit Nick up on his Twitter at Nick underscore Mantis. Why those? I, I love your videos. Those are the fun. I wish Thank I Thank you, man. Thank you. In that realm video, I'm I'm an old man and oh, stop I see it. video. And Stop I'm like, it. <laughs> how do I do this? Like, I don't even know where to begin. But tell us how fans can chime back at you and what you have to say right here at Locked On Spurs. Well, hopefully they have good things to say when they're chiming back yes. at me. But what we'll say that uh, I, I am on uh, on Twitter, as you've mentioned, at Nick underscore Mantis. Uh, my YouTube page is Nick Mantis TV. And the place where I am cultivating all those videos and, and different things that I'm doing is my Instagram at Nick Mantis TV. And the TV is because of the fact that I've had so much fun the last four years working at local TV stations as your 
you know, your sports anchor um, at, at different places. When I was, I started out in Abilene, I was up in Lansing, Michigan, which Jeff knows about a little bit. Yeah. And uh, he's been up there as well, spent some time up there and, and uh, was there for three years and then, and moved down here um, to uh, be in a, in a great area as well as the fact that uh, my girlfriend has a great job down here. So I'm, I'm really excited to, to continue to w- doing what I'm doing on social media since I know that's where we all are when it comes mm-hmm. to all of our updates. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. You know, we're, we're looking at YouTube videos for breakdowns of, of different things we might have missed or highlights we might have missed. So those are the big three that I'm on right now. You can you can follow me there or, or, you know, hit me up about some things you're interested in or things that you maybe want to send over to Jeff for us to talk about on a locked on Spurs moving forward. And um, we always love hearing from you guys. Um, one thing uh, that I will tease about is I will have something that I'm really excited about this upcoming week. Um, that Uh-oh. I want uh, moving forward. So when that does drop, I will make sure Woo-hoo! that Jeff hears about it ahead yes, of time, sir. so that yes, he sir. can woge bomb it, or as we'll now frame it, it, Garcia bomb it. Garcia you know, or, Je- it, yeah. or Jeff bomb it. However you want to go with it, Jeff. But we'll we'll uh, we'll make that work so that as soon as I I drop it, Jeff can 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 blow that up as well, so that uh, people can find me um, doing some new things moving forward, which will be exciting and um and and, and it'll definitely be fun. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not, not going anywhere. I'll, I'll still have opportunities <laughs> to be able to do locked on Spurs, which will be exciting and, and move forward with that. So, um, so that'll be fun, but, uh, but really excited to move, to move forward and to, and to be here and, and to be in a great city like San Antonio and to, uh, just moved into a, a brand new apartment, which me and my girlfriend and I are really excited about. And, and, um, and we're going to, you know, just so happens that Jeff and I are, are yes, going to be neighbors soon and you're going to be moving in in a couple of months, which is exciting. Yeah, not not just in the same complex, no. like literally just across the hall from each other, right next door to each other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, but you know, and I was looking at video. You know, I uh, I am tinkering with the idea of just going video component the next season. Let's do it. So, so, I mean, a little better way because everybody don't know this, but the complex that that Nick is in right now, and I'm going to be moving into, they have this great looking business room that you mm-hmm. can just take. And it overlooks the pool. So I have this crazy vision of putting the camera facing the pool. And I was like, okay, that'd be a lovely backdrop. Oh, cool. Yeah. But then I started thinking about, well, what if there's, you know, shenanigans afoot ah. <laughs> you know, in that pool? I'm like, maybe not. We'll have to plan around that. We'll have to plan, plan we'll make sure not that. to do that yeah. like on like Saturday or Sunday afternoons when people are having a fun time, you know, Sunday yeah, exactly. fun days and stuff like that. We'll have to plan yeah. around that when it comes to doing our, our locked on Spurs video wise. Yeah. So. That'll and, be fun. and also be a bad for Nick because he might hear the knock on the door like, Nick, you got time. Nick, you got time. No. <laughs> Go away. Go away, Jeff. Why did you have to be my neighbor? Get the H out of here. No, it's going to be great. I'm really excited. And the fact that like we literally could just walk over to the other place and, and set it up. And I, yeah. I, got a, I got a ring light here that my girlfriend and oh, I use nice. for different meetings. So yeah. we, we could make it real fancy if you want to. We can. I like it. Yeah. I, I mean, I used to being, you know, having been on, on TV for the last four years, I mean, I got some makeup. I can put you up in makeup if you need to. We can oh, fill in, fill in some eyebrows if you need to. We can that. some foundation. <laughs> I'm just joking, but <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I probably look like a like like I probably look like that that uh, that monster from um, uh, over that horror movie. Um, with the, he's a little puppet. Uh, oh, Saw. I look. Like, I probably oh, look like Jigsaw. Yeah, yeah. With all the makeup on me. Like, be perfect. like okay, that's why Jeff never does video for years because he looks like <laughs> Jigsaw. Oh, stop now, it. 
<laughs> but hey, we're done talking. As I mentioned, we want to hear from you. Nick told you you get a hold of him. Yeah. You get a hold of me on a YouTube. Uh, the Lockdown Sports YouTube page is alive and well and very, very active this offseason. Also on the Ken's 5 Plus app, YouTube, as mentioned, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, the list goes on and on. Guess what, everybody? We'll be talking about more Wimby tomorrow. Yes, shocker there as we get ready for his arrival in San Antonio. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team each and every day. So for Nick Mantis, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked On Spurs. 